a social network into in order to connect people that have been mapping somewhere with some other opportunities. Maybe the next step from data that have been created, maybe it is a project. Welcome to another episode of the Africa GeoCover podcast, a podcast about geospatial innovations and people doing great things with geospatial technology in Africa. Talking about geospatial innovations, I'm excited to introduce to you GEOSM, the first locational intelligence platform in Africa. And more interestingly, it has a social component, which makes it easier for users of the platform to network and communicate. And I think this is a very great component of the platform because it's going to foster relationship between the members of the geospatial community. And guess what? The platform is developed by an African for the world. We came across GEOSM a few weeks ago during the launch of the platform streamed live on the Alt YouTube page. And we were super excited about the platform and each problem it is solving in the community. So we felt it would be great to have the founder on the podcast to have him share with us the inspiration behind the GEOSM and the functionalities. We know there are probably more innovations like this in Africa. So if you know anyone doing great things with geospatial technology in Africa, please feel free to follow us and send us a message on Twitter at Africa Geoconvo or reach us via email at africageoconvo at gmail.com. We would be glad to hear from you and have them on the podcast. So our guest today on the show is Willie Frank. Is the founder of the GEOSM platform. Willie is a Cameroonian and a World Bank consultant. Today on the podcast, we'll be talking about the GEOSM platform. Willie will share with us the inspiration behind the platform, the technology stack powering the platform, the plans for the future, and lots more. Before I get started, I would like to say a huge thank you to the sponsor of this episode, the Humanitarian OpenStreetMap Team, HOT. So, OT is a non-profit organization dedicated to humanitarian response and community development through open mapping. OTS works together with communities and organizations to provide map data, which revolutionizes disaster management, reduces risks, and contributes to achievement of the sustainable development goals. So if you have been looking for how to volunteer for exciting, high-impact local and global projects, contribute to OpenStreetMap, participate in mapathons, access grants and micro grants for your projects, jobs and internship opportunities, and ultimately contribute to the resiliency of your community and the SDGs. Please do check out otosm.org to get started. Also, Ot have been on the podcast before in episode two, Mapping Our World, Saving Lives. Please do look up the archive to listen to the episode to learn more about Ot. I'll make sure to drop the links in the show notes to make it easier for you to find. All right, let's get into the interview. I really thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Before we talk about the platform, can you perhaps share with us a bit of your background? Thank you, thank you. It's a pleasure for me to be with you today. So I'm Willie Frank. I have a scientific background. After my pre-engineering class in Cameroon, I joined France following an international context or exam to study land and survey domain in the engineer school in France. It was also in order to follow the same career as my father, who is now retired, land survey retired also. When I look at how he works in his time and what we do, really, really impressed by the penetration of, let's say, technology in our profession and especially the huge range of opportunities that are available for us after school. Just the day after my study, I would say it in France, 
I took the next flight to Cameroon to implement my project back to today. I have a company in geomatics and also work on land affairs and also a member of OSM community. Wow, that's fantastic. We'll be talking about the first location intelligence platform in Africa, um, the GEOSM, and uh, am I pronouncing it correctly? Yeah, it's good. GEOSM, yeah. It's right. <laughs> All right. Can you shed some light on the platform and the inspiration behind it? GEOSM is like the first mapping database social network for territory stakeholders. That is, we need to consider spatial data, like a basic infrastructure like transport, communication, network, or water, even energy supply. Not only because this spatial data helps everybody to find their way in some case like an addressing system, but it's also a necessity for political or economic actors who sometimes need to make some right decision. And when it comes to investment or planning, even more in the era of decentralization, we really see that we really need data. And as you all know, most African countries lack spatial infrastructure or spatial data because our maps are very old, 50 or 60 years sometimes. They have not been updated. This represents an obstacle toward sustainable development also. Even sometime when the national agency or some international organization launch mapping projects, data are sometimes incomplete and they are rarely compatible with other sources of information. So we really need to build something at the large scale. The infrastructure our country needs today is now constructed by users who collectively contribute to an open geospatial database like the OpenStreetMap project. So we get inspired by OpenStreetMap, which is a collaborative mapping project to develop this spatial data infrastructure. But even more, we created a located-based social network into the Joe platform. That's incredible. I checked through the platform and it's indeed amazing. I saw the great work that was put into it. The platform is available for four countries presently in Africa. We have Ghana, Gabon, Côte d'Ivoire, and Cameroon. And in Europe, we have France. You mentioned that in Africa, we perhaps don't have SDI, that's a special data infrastructure. Could you shed some light on what SDI is? Yes, SDI is an idea usually created by state, where at the national level, a strategy of development, of planning, and when you think about development, you analyze and you notice that geospatial information is something that is strategic. It's in every area, in every department. So even it's health, infrastructure, all the domain, we need geospatial information. So an SDI is like a platform where you have in the same basket data that are normalized. Everything is checked. Everything is controlled. Also, you have producers that are connected, users that are connected. And usually it's the state that used to administer and manage this platform in order to carry development and planning, maybe for war, because geospatial is very strategic for military, maybe it's for natural resources, or maybe for fiscality. So even this taxation issue also is something that is very important in the era of decentralization. So in some developed countries, they have decided that geospatial information is just important. And because we have this thanks to cadastral system that is very, very strong in those countries, because from the cadastral, they have the technical aspect of the data or the infrastructure. They can also have the legal part and then also the fiscality part. And this enables them to create platform and generally just for government because they need to implement politics, you know. But today, what we really want to do is to create the same system, but because 
what we usually see is the top-down system because they decide what type of data they are collecting, what type of analysis they are going to carry out, and what they are going to do with the data. They only decide what they have to do. But today we need to have another system from the bottom-up approach. For instance, if you want to have data like accessibility for restaurant, you can't have this information because the scale of data that is usually available in our states does not enable you to do this analysis. So you must create data by your own. That's why OpenStreetMap is really driving a paradigm shift in this domain of geospatial because people are creating data that they want and people are data and people are on the map. From there now, we can build a participatory spatial platform or spatial infrastructure. Infrastructure because usually we say where roads pass, usually you have development. We also imagine that where you have this spatial infrastructure, you can also have development because you all have all the digital actors connected on it, student, NGOs, startups that can benefit from this data and have like some digital transformation to it. That makes sense. People contribute to OSM daily, if not early. And I have heard that some people do find it difficult to access and download OSM data. I think having a platform like GEOSM would eliminate uh, the difficulty in this process. Am I right? Exactly. That's what we wanted to do because at the end of the day, it's also for, I like to say, non-spatialist people that are not spatial oriented. Everyone needs to use the map. We also used to say we need eatable maps. This map has to be eatable. If people can't eat the map, that is your map is not good. So people don't need to know what ingredient, what you put into the food. When the food is beautiful, we know that, okay, it's, the dish is good. So you have to create like beautiful and eatable maps to people that are not even specialized or even they don't know how to do any cuisine. They just need to appreciate the map. That's the idea also behind. That's awesome. I love the analogy you used so much. You know, it's very accurate. I think in this age of analysis-ready data, we always want to get things done with a few clicks like move data from inside to decision making and I'm, I'm so glad we have a platform like geosm coming right in time mm -hmm. and usually we we contribute to osm you know we go through the material street map task manager or josim id editor wrap id potlash you know all these are contributing platforms since it's been sat by osm data that's the geosm platform can I also contribute to OSM on the platform? No, for the moment, for the moment, I think today GOSM, we did not really focus on how to contribute because you have already a lot of software, desktop or mobile software that does this already very, very nice. And the Mediterranean OpenSmap did a great, great job creating the tasking manager because yeah. it's really important to manage when you have some activation or project somewhere. It's not always simple task to map with many people on the same uh, area yeah so the task manager is very important but it's still at the first level of creating data when people create data now they need to use this data but more than using this data they need to know the history behind and what is going to be done there you know when you work for like medicine sound frontier or different ngo in a specific area yes you create data okay what next what next is the second part so what we do is geosm we have the three pillars that is data connect in power we try to make this data available, access this data with simple services. You can measure distances, you can extract your data, you can print your map, you can have the different layer and have your filter, your filter and decide what you want to put on the map. It has, there are some simple issues that 
people need to do. People usually do this manipulation in a simple platform like Google Map. But the difference is that Google Map is not more accurate. So if you can have also this into a platform where you can manipulate, navigate, and have some fun with your data, it's very important. But more than having the data, we bring the social network into in order to connect people that have been mapping somewhere with some other opportunities, maybe the next step of data that has been created. Maybe it is a project based on health or infrastructure or energy. So people can know more about what is the next step also. People can monitor, people can evaluate what is going on on the field also. And people can connect into it and bring their own insight, bring their own knowledge, share their own experience. So it is something that is more than just having data or just a geo platform. It is connecting people at the local level to work together and to see what type of opportunity they can bring and what development they can also That's awesome. I think we need such a platform in our community and it's great to see GOSM bridging the gap in the community. Now, let's say it's my first time hearing of the platform. What do I do to get the best out of the platform? For the moment, we are working on the globalization of the platform. Now, as you just said, we have four countries, but we are going to publish on Monday a calendar launch of the global platform. In the call we did last 10 days, we have 69 countries present with more than 400 people online. So we decided to start with these 69 countries and then we follow up with the rest. So we have more than 150 countries that will be available online on g.sm. I can even explain how and why we should use GSM. Some people usually ask why the name GSM come from. It's also something too we can discuss. Yeah, I attended the launching event of the platform on the Odds YouTube channel a week ago, and I really enjoyed the presentation, particularly the social components. I would recommend you all check it out. I'll make sure to drop the link in the show notes. Can you perhaps shed more light on the social component of the platform? It's absolutely the case. You know, let's imagine if you are merging Facebook with Google Map. This is truly a revolutionary tool because you can have different use cases you know just imagine what you people do today on facebook or with google map and then you bring them together on a open social base by the community and for the community one of our goal is really to monitor and evaluate the project or the sustainable development goals also and we need more transparency more accountability to enter into a new phase from humanitarian to like development ed is important but we really need to empower people so the development can be possible. And we also need to make all the citizens responsible. This is also what our democracy is today. So this is our idea of bringing out some citizen activation. That's incredible. So now I'm currently on the platform, the Ghana instance, and I can see Mapillary there. So Mapillary provides straight-level images of any location on Earth. So far, it's captured by a contributor and it's contributed to the platform. And it's super great to see it on this platform as well. Yeah, thank you. This is this is getting interesting, you know. I think we should talk about the architecture of the platform. I know the code is open source because I saw the repository on GitHub. So can you tell us about the architecture of the platform? Yes, of course. As you just said, the platform is an open source platform. It's always a challenge to have like a community to maintain the infrastructure. 
today uh, any contributor is welcome you just have to log in on GitHub, connect on the GSM family and you can involve in the project even currently we are working with humanitarian offensive team to establish an open roadmap to enable this collaboration and we really want to thank hot for their support and this technical assistance they have been bringing us since so in the architecture as you just said, everything is open source. On the back end, you have Laravel, that is a PHP uh, framework. At the front end, you have AngularJS, that's also a framework. You have all the connection also based behind with the QG server because we invest in QGIS. So QG server is the server in charge of all the web services. I also have JDAL uh, with all those Python language for all the transformation and geospatial connectivity okay. also node gs for creating because each country has qgs project and from this project you have your layer you have your style you have everything and you have some other tools like we update the platform every saturday we connect to the osm planet that is geofabric we access this database and we have like our own database we are connecting from osm to pgsql we connect and create our own database because issue when you want to connect real time on OSM API is sometimes difficult because you don't have good connection, good internet. So what we do, we prepare everything and then we put this in a plate where you just have to come and have your delicious menu according to what you want because we prepare everything in advance. When you come into a restaurant and you, you have the menu, you will give your order and it's when you give your order where people have to go and prepare the rice, it sometimes takes time. But when you come in the restaurant that everything is ready, you know, it's more accessible, the service is fast. So that's also an issue. People don't want to waste time. They really want to have access. So we are really open to contribution. If people have skill in this domain, they can just connect with us and then we see what to do. That's exciting. I love the fact that the architecture combines several open source tools. I think this is an interesting project and an opportunity for GIS users, aspiring geospatial developers to contribute to open source geo projects. Exactly. Thankfully, you don't necessarily need to write code to contribute to open source. So I think it's something we should all check out. And let's talk about the features of the platform. And just like you mentioned, I can see you can compare maps and download data as well in different formats. Just to confirm, this data is still from OSM, right? Yes. Today, all those data are directly from OSM and you have it in a geo package format that is I'll open it in QGIS because we intend to let you have the style or the design that is prepared directly on your QGIS without having the skill to do it yourself there. So the geo package file also is interesting because everything is on a single file. You know, you're right when you said the platform is easy to use by non-specialists. That's what I'm actually experiencing right now. Uh, did I get the pronunciation right? Exactly. Non-specialist. Non Thank you. So you could easily download the tie and drag and drop into QGIS and you are good to go. What is more interesting there is the platform as far as it is open source. If in Ghana you create a new tool or a new plugin, because you need to work on a specific issue on like waste management. This tool is directly available also for Nigeria, for Uganda, for Brazil, because maybe people have the same problem there. They can just say, ah, Ghana have created the tool, so to just have to copy and adapt 
to our own platform. So we need to bring all the community together and create a force. In, we'll be strong together and create something that is powerful. And this one is just the geopolitical part there. If you connect to the social network, this will be just something extraordinary. How is the GOSM managed? You know, we have growing OSM communities around the world and as well as use Mapas chapters, OSG community and other exciting community-led initiatives. How do you intend to make the GIS community adapt to using the platform? That is one of the challenges. This will indeed be up to us to find a way to collaborate with each country. But I, as I said, the, the DNA of the project is based on OpenStreetMap. So we will always try to start from the local communities in order to ensure the development of the strategy. We are still working on this because one of the very important components of the project is the animation of community. This is something that's very essential. Community, they will be the one administering their platform at the national level. We will be there bringing like a support. Let's say we want to make a platform that is very operational with the social network in the upcoming six months. At least we need to have an MVP that is social network connected to this geo platform. So end of this year, it will be available. And we are very glad to have some people that really want to support us on this because we did not want to create the social network part alone because, as I just said, on a community platform or a community project that is open source, it is preferable to have people when you start to build and we are even open to challenge the technology with them. After that, always be present, let's say, to maintain the platform and it will be up to each community to administer and animate it. Of course, we are permanently uh, available for an assistance according to their needs, you know. I agree with you on that. It's, it's really a great move. Can you perhaps share with us the future plans for GOSM, um, say for the next five years? In the next five years, but we really need to understand, you know, in some countries, we don't just have choice to use this platform because there's nothing similar on the national scale. Uh, referring to the three pillars, as I just said, data connecting power, we can see that the ecosystem needs something like this. People need data, people need connection. Above all, they need to be empowered. For instance, a student who works on a project in sanitation area, uh, you know, in this context of climate change, we have a lot of issue on this. This will be something that is very beneficial for him to publish his work on the platform to let the other actors to know about his studies. This is something that the social network will make it available. And this information is very important because it can create opportunities with communities that is a local GIS officer of a municipality because they often lack data or some NGO. In this field, they may be looking for some expertise and they will just connect with the student and this will create an opportunity there and it's also a place where people will be sharing their experience, knowledge, and best practice. So this is something that is not only for this technical or technological side, as I just said, it's also for this conceptual aspect. What we really need for the upcoming years is to reconsider our environment. We need to have more open innovation. As I just said, we intend for the next six months to create the connection on the social network and the geo platform. Just after that, we're going to create, as it is a community project, we need to build together a roadmap with those communities. We have some ideas because we know that it's very important to have animation. We need to do some capacity building. We need to have some mapathon or hackathon according to what we need to create behind. But it's something also we need to involve the communities 
Maybe we need to create hub. But I think what is more important there is not to duplicate. It's to connect with those initiatives that are already existing in order to create all those information and make them available. And this is also an opportunity for business because people can base, even governments can decide that, okay, they will create their special data infrastructure based on GOSM. Because when you see the smart cities of tomorrow in our municipalities, it's not about technology only. It's also about connection, connectivity, connecting people together. So even though you create a geospatial platform at the local, at the municipal level, it's something that is really interesting because it's not always existing. But it is preferable also to have like a network where you can connect those people. Citizens, they need to be connected to decision-making, to politicians. Because maybe they want to report what's going on or maybe to say their needs, you know, and their frustration. So bringing into a geospatial, a social network will really, really bring like a revolution in the aspect of geo-information. And this is something that we think people are ready for it. People have the devices. Internet is already there. We just need to try. And I think we are at the good and, and the good period to do this. Thank you. I think it's something very important. Wow, it's really amazing to hear about the GSM platform from you, Willie. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. I really appreciate it. Can you share with us your contacts so the listeners can get to connect with you in case they have some questions? People can write us or connect directly on the pages. We are, we are present on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, GTUB, or on behalf of Geo OSM Family. Geo OSM family. So don't hesitate even to leave us an email on info with s geo.sm. Info with s geo.sm. You can also connect on WhatsApp if you want. Cameroon indicators 00237694698607. This is the WhatsApp number. And we really want to thank you again for this wonderful opportunity. Really look forward to seeing you soon to give you more updates on our project. And together, I think we'll be stronger and build a better future and world for everyone. So it was a pleasure for us to be with you today. Yeah, thank you once again for joining on the show. It was wonderful to have you on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. So, catch up later. Okay. Bye-bye. And that's it for the interview with Willie. Thank you so much for listening. Um, The importance of fostering relationships in the community cannot be overemphasized. And I believe this is more important than the mapping and analysis we perform. Take for example, on Twitter, we have the GIS chart, we have EO charts, and there have been testimonies of how these initiatives, how these conversations have helped people in their projects and even motivated others to join the geospatial community. So I think engaging in this kind of conversation is just paramount to keep our community active and you know flourishing. So I'm really excited to see that the GEOSM platform is bringing this initiative to a mapping and analysis dashboard. And I think it would be great to see the community accept and use the platform. As we've mentioned during the interview, it's an open source project. So if you're also an aspiring GIS developer, please feel free to check the project out on GitHub, 
to contribute to the platform. Once again, a huge thank you to the sponsor of this episode, the Humanitarian Postmap Map Team. But if you have participated in any Mapathon, you would have probably been introduced to the Alt Task Manager. And that's more like the entry point to Alt. So the Alt Task Manager is just one of the several projects out there developed by Alt. And the Task Manager is a platform that brings coordination to several projects contributing to the OpenStreetMap. You know, to ensure that not just any data is being contributed to OSM, but quality data. So please check out OT at hotosm.org to get started. And make sure to include the link in the show notes. Finally, we appreciate your feedback and opinions. Please feel free to reach out if you have a request or topic ideas, or if you know anyone doing great things with GIS in Africa please connect us with them. You can reach us easily by sending us a DM on Twitter at AfricaGeoCombo or sending us a mail at AfricaGeoCombo at gmail.com. Also check out our website at AfricaGeoCombo.com. We'd be so glad to hear from you. Please do us a favor to share this podcast with your networks. Thank you and see you next month. Bye.